Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great thanks. Welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Did you call me? The fine local <laughs> businessman. He's, oh wait, no, it's not tomorrow yet. No, he, it's not tomorrow. He's a fine former business leader, <laughs> former COO and CEO no, of the no, Sunday Broadcasting Corporation. And uh, let's see, Mayor Shemokin Dam in charge of global tsunami response, a volcanic response from Pima. But that was because of my involvement with the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters, where I was once chairman of the State Broadcasters Association. All right. Now, maybe that would be better than continually telling people I'm in charge of volcanoes. I've had people calling me at home at night, (laughs) believing they've seen a volcano in their backyard and wanting to report it and expecting me to do something about it. Okay, so we've extrapolated <laughs> the... Have you ever done anything with volcanoes? Well, I was doing a lot with tsunamis at one point, according okay. to you, but... <laughs> oh, but, a, but actually? <laughs> no, i never, never seen one. No tsunamis at Lake Erie? No, no, we, we thought maybe mm. we saw one, but it turned out to be a kid who splashed around in the, the lake. In the bathtub. Yep. <laughs> okay, that was at your house. Yeah, we, we were trying to check that out, but the rumors were greatly exaggerated. Did your child ever do that flood the bathroom? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's a bright of passage. It has to be. Right. It has to be. So, right. and here's Mark Lawrence, former Citizen of the Year in Sunbury. Well, I think you retain the title. I don't think you're really, you're not really a former Citizen of the Year. You're just, well, I guess no, the I year is over. No, I think you're a former Citizen Okay. Of the year. Yeah, they won't, they'll never do you that again. You haven't done anything to merit it since. So. Nobody <laughs> gets it twice, and I certainly don't deserve it, so. No, you did deserve it. All um, kidding aside, you deserved it. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, let's see what else can we say about you. Mm, oh, lay minister it. in your church. 25 years years of wonderful marriage. Has the best meatloaf recipe among all Lutherans <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right. Thanks to my ex-wife. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's a goodie. All right. Uh, let's see, what else can I tell you? Kevin Hur, you forgot to Kevin, he's a producer. Oh, super duper producer. Boy, what can you say about Kevin? He's worked for WKOK for about 90 years. He's the suit, as they refer to him, because he went to the sales staff here. Although after the pandemic, everybody got rid of their neckties, so... Well, you don't see too many neckties these days. No, no. I used to wear neckties for sunrise interviews here in the studios, but it's not part of our business professional casual code anymore. Well, I never wore jeans to work until I started this past pandemic, started putting them on. Because it's comfortable. <laughs> right. I still don't wear jeans to church ever. Well, no, I don't wear them to church either. So, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Our On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. On the Mark at WKOK.com is our email. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. 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 Uh, OTM. In uh, just kind of...
kind of as a grace note to our conversation yesterday. One of our listeners I happened to be talking to uh, last night. Yeah, recap the conversation. It was about the uh, this church in Chicago that's uh, having a uh, what what are they calling it a fasting. They're, uh, uh, Lenten observance. Lenten fa- discipline. No, 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 no. They're calling it um, fasting from whiteness. And one of my friends said, suppose Jesus on the cross had said, I'm up here only for black people and for people of color and indigenous citizens. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think we, we'd, we'd have been a little concerned about that? I don't think Jesus died just for, for one group. He died for everybody, if you are a Christian and you believe in the Christian traditions. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good point. Okay. Well, and I think that's what this is about. It isn't reparations, but one of our listeners sent us this. Say, the idea of paying reparations for slavery and racism has been in and out of the news. It got me thinking, since the Democratic Party was the party of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, Jim Crow laws, and filibustering the Equal Rights Amendment, and the Republican Party actively opposed those things, wouldn't it follow that the Democrats are the group who should pay any reparations to the black community? Well, that is. I think you'll find that Democrats are in the lead as it comes to talking about what, if there were to be any reparation, I don't think we're talking about paying yeah, out money out? per se, no. <laughs> but if there if there were to be something that could go into the uh, general category of a reparation, I think Democrats are in front. Yeah, maybe Democrats have gone, have turned themselves around and Republicans are still a stick in the mud. I think that would be safe to say. That's why they're called progressives, because they move on <laughs> from bad policies to I good. I think they're regressives. Regressives. Well, <laughs> that could be. Uh, you know, everybody has their opinion about well, this? Well, I, I don't have any problem with uh, people, what people think or what the, they believe. You're certainly entitled in this country to have your opinions. But, you know, my concern w- was that we're talking so much about bringing people together. Joe Biden was going to be the president who united us all. And yet I don't hear him speaking out about things like this. And I was really, really pleased to hear that the governor of Texas is going to provide a real humanitarian effort to bus the uh, illegal immigrants, some of them. He's chartering buses to take them to Washington, D.C., put the illegal immigrants on the Capitol steps where President Biden and the members of his party can more closely observe their needs and see that they are met. Yeah, he says they have cooties and he wants them out of Texas. I don't think he said that. I think he did, and he wants them (laughs) in Washington instead. Isn't that a great idea, though? I mean, they've been dumping them on other other states and other counties and other cities. Why not take them to Washington where the president can keep an eye on them? And, And now yesterday they were feeding, they're, they're still giving them cell phones. And Jen Psaki justified that by saying, well, isn't it a good idea for us to be able to keep in touch with them and make sure they show up for their appointments? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet they're getting calls on those phones from the government every day. Where are you today? Are you ready? Them. Where are your appointment? Are you going to show up? Do you know how to text? They probably text. <laughs> you think so? No, I don't know. So it's one more thing, you know, and then the the one that really got me, there is a proposal, and this one is absolutely abhorrent, that they're going to start taking personnel from the veterans' hospitals, medical personnel, and moving them to the border to help check the health of the illegal immigrants (laughs) who are crossing the border. So we're going to take away health care from our veterans and give it to people who have never contributed a thing to this country. Veterans. It's three syllables, first of all. Veterans. What did I say? Veterans? Yeah. Veterans. um, So anyway, um, well, 
I think President Biden is concerned that the Republicans won't grab every available seat in the upcoming midterms. So he's trying to do as much as <laughs> well and fight. You know, this the Democrats had an easy out. Republican gave them a wonderful opportunity by inserting the uh, Act 42 uh, sustaining measure resolution in the funding the 10 billion dollars for the pandemic uh, vaccines and so on just sticking in on there until after the november election and guess what democrats said no, no. <laughs> i mean you know i understand that it's you know you're sort of violating a rule if you don't have a pandemic and you keep a pandemic rule in place but republicans handed them an easy out on a topic of immigration geez they could have had that one well what is this? It this way we're still maintaining mask mandates in some places simply because the government doesn't want to give them up Okay, are you yep, done? Yep, yep, I'm that. sorry. Okay. Uh, and upper right-hand corner, what, I, I haven't read this yet. What is that? It says, I laughed out loud when I read this. To On the Mark, Mark and Joe argue for 90 minutes vociferously about a church eschewing white authored liturgy and hymns during Lent. You inclusion of the word... Oh, your inclusion. Well, there's not what it says. It says, you inclusion of the word vociferously delighted me. After I used it on the air the other day to describe some callers, I wondered how many ran to their dictionaries to see exactly <laughs> what I had said. On the mark, stretching vocabulary through timely topics, eschewing. Nice one, Mark. Oh, well, thank you. How Cindy. about alacrity? <laughs> we should oh, answer the phone with alacrity. What does that mean, right away? Look it up. No, <laughs> I'm not looking anything up. But uh, Joe knows. Well, you're not me. doing it either. I said answer the phone with alacrity, and you're not. Joe knows my vocabulary <laughs> would fit on an old floppy drive, so <laughs> we're not fooling anybody. But thank you, Cindy. Thanks for that. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Stan's got a diatribe. He's ready to go. Good morning, sir. Always glad to hear from you. So we got Biden phones now. Are they similar to what the Obama phones were back in. Uh, what is it, 09 and 10, when they were handing out uh, cell phones to low-income folks? Is that the same thing? Or Probably are these not. phones supposed to actually do something to help fight law, you know, for law enforcement? Well, if the Obama phones were for low-income citizens, I'd say there's a big difference in that the citizens are, what shall we say, citizens. All right. So why don't we just keep our money and uh, use the money that is already being spent and build the wall and stop the people from coming into this country. Then we don't have to worry about whether they're going to spread COVID and all the other disease they may or may not be carrying. And we wouldn't have to take uh, employees from the VA system to go look after the people coming across our border illegally. Stand, 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 stand. We, but then we would have a sealed up border and less terrorism threat and <laughs> the, the country would be, what, the country's homeland security wouldn't be less threatened. We want uh -huh. to lose the midterms. You're not looking at the prize. <laughs> oh, well, you know, evidently the Democrats aren't looking at the facts because this isn't helping them in the midterms. No, I would have gone for that compromise. They could get a severe shellacking for this kind of stuff. I, I would have gone for that compromise that the Republicans proposed yesterday, even if it wasn't a Democrats' idea. Yeah, I mean, the Democrats are constantly stopping stuff. Now, as far as reparations, I think your letter writer there was saying basically that if reparations are going to be paid out, then... All Democrats, everybody registered as a Democrat should be the ones being taxed for it. Not everyone, because quite frankly, I don't want to pay a dime in reparations because I didn't do anything.
Well, I think we lost our caller because the power flickered here. Are we back on? <laughs> yep, you and I are on. All right, well, yep. there's the light's still lit, so maybe Stan's still there. Yep, we're on. You want to check and see if Stan's still uh, there? I guess the computer that handles Stan is rebooting, so we got to get that. We just had a little power, power glitch here, so we can't hear, handle, uh, can't hear Stan's voice right well, at the, the moment. Well, the button is impressed. That's why we can't hear it. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Is it? Stan? Stan? Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. We're good. But anyway, yeah, we got to wait for that one uh, computer to reboot. But uh, anyway, okay. So, yeah, the immigration issue still ongoing. No change there. And uh, Democrats are kind of handing away. Do you think it's right they should consider taking away health care from veterans to give it to illegal immigrants? Well, I think they're taking away. I don't think they're taking away health care. They took away some staff. What do these individuals do? Well, they, they are providing health care to veterans in veterans' hospitals. Now, if I take you away from a veterans' hospital <laughs> and you you're a medical per me person, and I put you somewhere else. Am I not taking something away from the veterans? That is sort of the equivalent of when a building is on fire, giving a firefighter another hose. Yes, okay, that's going to help, but wouldn't it be better to just prevent fires from breaking out in the first place? Well, yes, it would. I mean, the gut, but yeah, the government I has no know. indication it's and going I'm to do this. I'm not smart enough to know what President Biden should do related to the border other than seal it, but uh, beyond that, you know, I, I think this is a, it's, so it's a big dilemma, and it's you're, you're a Democrat crisis. and a liberal. Why do you think there is no effort on the part of the federal government to close the borders and make our country secure? Why do you think that is? Now, some cynics have said it's because they're hoping to get a whole pile of voters, people Democrats. who come across the border, but that's have their years children from here. Now that they would really well, have that's, a, that's a long-term okay, so, game, isn't it? Okay. Planting seeds for future Democrats. Well, and as we found out, uh, uh, people who come into the U.S. Uh, illegally or legally don't you can't guarantee the Republican or the Democratic vote. So there's no guarantee. No, of that. you can't. But I mean, they're playing the odds and they're playing the long game. That if we bring enough people into this country and we make the Democrats look like the benefactors of them, they give them free phones, they give them health care, <laughs> they set them up, they put them in planes and fly them across the country, uh, where it's hard to keep track of them. You know, when we, with the Japanese Americans, who were decent, loyal American citizens, were put in internment camps during World War II because the government thought they posed a threat. You know, but we haven't done that same thing with illegal immigrants. We haven't put them in one central location where they can be cared for and where we can keep an eye on them, but also where they can't cause any harm or do any damage to the country. Stan? Right. This is Cindy. Oh, Cindy, go right ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Uh, somehow I got dumped right on the air when I called. Uh, um, something, we had a power glitch we here. Ha we need, this country needs a serious question, to answer a serious question, which is, how many people will we admit to this country every year? I think we need a serious question. Right now, our policy is over a million people are legally, legally enter our country. That's fine with me. This... So far, this year, this administration, this uh, Biden administration, 1.7 million more people have come into this country illegally. What does Jen Psaki like say about this? They like legal by declaring them all refugees. I'm not aware of any wars going on <laughs> south of our border. I could, I could be mistaken well, about that. Well, I think that. they mean life is significantly to tougher that, but there. I, it's not in the news. It's eclipsed by the real war in Ukraine. Yeah, I think but they just mean life is significantly tougher. 
I think they mean life is significantly tougher, you know, because of uh, poverty and, and, and drug crimes and things related to that. So that's why they say they're refugees. But it, you're right. It's nothing like the, what is it, three or four million now we're up Anybody to. Anybody in this country in having Ukraine. a tough life, you think? Well, that's just what I thought, Joe. Look at, look at, for example, the people who live on the Lakota Reservation in South Dakota who have no running water. They have no sewer system. They have the worst health care system in the country, which, by the way, is run by the federal government. They have no child in that school there, no child, passed their version of the PSSAs, their version of the test. None. None for decades. And yet we're going to compound our burden by adding even more people, even more people who are very high needs. You know, the Census Bureau reports that 60% of immigrants, be they legal or illegal, require federal government subsidies. Well, that money doesn't rain from heaven. That comes from citizens. That comes from businesses. So it, right. I, I think we have limits, and it's as demonstrated by the fact that the Biden is moving health care providers out of the VA system to provide for the needs of people entering our country illegally. I, I find that to be absurd. Well, we're Why concerned. don't the people who laid their lives on the line for this country, that care should be sacrosanct. You know what I'd be up for? Let's get rid of the private health care system we provide to the elected officials in Washington, D.C. Right. Let's eliminate that and send all those people to the border. Now, I would be good with that because I find it preposterous that they should have a doctor who only attends to the needs of Congress. I, I think that's just preposterous. Well, well unless it was a psychiatrist, then I might go along with you. <laughs> I think part of it is that the uh, president found out that there was going to be one Democrat to win in the midterms. And so he said, oh, let's erase all doubt. Let's take VA doctors and send them down to the border so that veterans wait longer and individuals who come in the U.S. illegally get uh, primary care first. Well, you know, the federal government is wonderful at pouring out statistics and data, aren't they? And making these projections and proposals based on what I believe is often grossly inflated, if not flat-out false information. Where is this showing to me that we can take in three million people a year, most of whom will be dependent on us? Where is that proof? Where is the proof that we can afford to add millions of children who don't speak English and are grade levels, grade levels, grade levels behind in school and then demand that the schools raise those children up within two years to be comparable to children born and raised here in the United States of America who speak English fluently? But, you know, no one is showing that. And I, I think it's, it, and yet we complain that the schools aren't performing well. I agree that's an issue. How does dumping even more people on them, how is that going to improve their performance? I mean, it's <laughs> irrational. To, what they're doing is irrational. The health care system will not be improved when you dump millions of people on it and none of them can pay their bill. It will not be improved. Right. In any way, yeah, shape, you're right. or form. You're right. The roads I gotta stop won't you, get any better when you add millions <laughs> of people driving vehicles who don't have car insurance. 
Cindy, you're that killing me. Stop it. <laughs> Cindy, you're killing me. Stop it. Uh, well, there was a Democrat who was going to win, but Cindy ruined it. So. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I don't understand the. It just doesn't make right any sense. You're right. It, there is there is no reason. Jen Psaki couldn't swim her way out of this. I mean, <laughs> if she tried, there's just no reason for it. And uh, you're not going to hear President Trump talk about immigration at any time at all whatsoever. No, you mean Biden. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, you're not going to hear him talk about because he's just hoping that the media continues to focus not on that and focus on, you know, war in Ukraine or whatever else he is focusing on. President Biden was talking yesterday about uh, how some Ukrainians are going to come to the U.S. at, at least temporarily and how we're going to welcome them. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh, there's thousands of them sitting on the southern border. Well, they yeah. were down there interviewing them the other day on television. Right. Right. So and they were all talking about how they can hardly wait to, to come in. in because they circumvent all the other problems these are Ukrainians openly discussing this. They're going to circumvent a perfectly legitimate process that we have for entering our country. I mean, if if they don't have to follow the laws, why should I? All right, we got you. This Thank you so much. Headed. Yeah, and then President Biden yesterday made another interesting statement that the White House had to promptly walk back. <laughs> he was talking to a group of union people and said, if I have to go to war, I want to go to war with you guys. That's not the first time he said something like that. It yeah. deeply concerns me. And I ask you, if he were talking to the bankers, would he be calling on them to go to war? <laughs> I bet not. He goes to the middle class. That's who this country sends to war. Well, and that's a shame as well. All right, we got you. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Uh, yep, Cindy, if you. I actually had to go to war, I think I'd rather go with a bunch of pipe fitters than a bunch of accountants. <laughs> or eggheads from Washington. one 800 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236 with the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. No brick, no wall, no nothing. All right, 1-800-795-9565 on the topic of world peace. One of our good listeners sends us a note, says world peace will be achieved when the sons and daughters of politicians are the only soldiers sent to fight the wars. Vociferously. Thank you. Thank you. That even sounds like uh, Cindy. Um, let's see. And then the only thing that will save the country is to defund the government. I'm almost <laughs> to the point I'm willing to go to jail rather than give this government one more dime. Yeah, well, the brains, remember, the vortex sucks, sucks the brain matter out of individuals in Washington and Harrisburg. So that's the issue. And another one says, well, it, this is 100% clear. President Biden 
is a traitor to the Republic, allowing an invasion of foreign nationals to the tune of two million per year. Good point. Good point. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. And have you looked up alacrity yet? Alacrity. No, I'm not going to. I told you. Just tell me what it means. Brief and cheerful readiness. Oh, well, that's that's Kevin personified. No, no. I said I was talking about you answering the phone with alacrity. Brief, okay. you know, get there, get there fast and be alacrity. cheerful. Alacrity. Well, that describes me all morning long. Cheerful. Brief. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't... Brisk. No, not brief. Two. Not brief. Brisk. Brisk. Alacrity. Brisk and cheerful readiness. Okay. Okay. I like that word, alacrity. Use it in a sentence. Uh, he approached each day with alacrity. Okay. Alacrity. <laughs> alacrity. Thank you, Kevin, for looking that up. We ought to start a feature, word of the day. We should. All right. <laughs> well, you'll be in charge of it. No, I don't know too many words. I know more than you do. Oh, I was just going to say, <laughs> since when? Even in your decline state, you're 20 times smarter than me. I wouldn't say that. Maybe 19 and a half. <laughs> Joe, who focuses on the decline part, or right. misses the decline part of my observation. I got the declining part. <laughs> I got it. You own I it. I got it good, buddy. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. I laugh because when I hit refresh on our text machine, it says, hey, would you like to save $2 on a wash service at the Ultimate Express Car Wash. Go to 94KX, I'll tell you how. Our sister station, yeah, we use the same device. I, I really think that, you know, they've got to do something about the border situation. And, and you know, I know everybody hates Fox know. News, but Fox News is the only one talking about it. I mean, admittedly, this morning I watched the stories. The uh, MSN, or CNN was on the Ukraine, Fox was on the border. And uh, I think MSNBC was on Ukraine. I will say NPR did a story yesterday about the uh, Act 42 debacle. That's uh, and they they asked they brought in a, lib a liberal commentator, a Democrat. I don't remember the name, but she was you know defending the Biden administration's policies up to now. And the anchor said, "Why in the world would?" they not either extend this or seal up the border in some other way. And you know what the liberal commentator said? What? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. Well, particularly, you know, let's suppose, Joe, if your whole life is just get reelected, you know, you, you couldn't care less about the public or any other thing, just get reelected. If you just want to get reelected, re what would be the first thing you do to the southern border? Well... Seal it am up. I, am I Republican or Democrat? If I'm a Democrat, I'd let it open. No, if just re-election in general. Show. Forget the politics. Well, if, if, we're, if you're forgetting the politics, the right thing to do would be to close the border and make sure that the people who come here come here legally. Yeah, I don't know. This is a missed opportunity. Oh, well. We get the leaders we deserve, so this is what happens. All right. We will have open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. You are, aren't you? Yep. 
Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Kevin Herr is on the other side of the glass telling me how to fix things around here, so I very much appreciate that. Toy boat, toy boat. Yep, I sound perfect. All right, thank you. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. What are you going to say, something? I'm just going to ask you if you've prepared the news with alacrity. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can email us at onthemarket.com. Alacrity. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. If you call us, Kevin will answer the phone with alacrity. I'm going to do the news with alacrity. Brisk, alacrity. Uh, brisk and what else is it? Brisk and cheerful. Cheerful. Ratings. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm cheerful personified. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> An event at Bucknell tonight will feature Did national... Did you just curse on the air? No. What you said? What would you say? Darn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I certainly hope Kevin beat I you. I got delayed, yeah. <laughs> An event at Bucknell University tonight will feature a nationally known physician who grew up in Danville. The discussion of COVID-19 policy is free and open to the public and will feature Dr. Marty McCary along with Dr. Scott Gottlieb. Scott Gottlieb, of course, you know, is the, of course the, the uh, weekly guest on Face the Nation. He's a former FDA commissioner and CBS uh, health consultant. McCary, meantime, a Danville native, now a Johns Hopkins health policy expert, will be on the stage in Trout Auditorium talking about truth and misinformation when it comes to pandemics and health-related topics. McCary has authored several books, including The Price We Pay. He's a frequent Fox News contributor. The discussion starts at 7 p.m. on the campus of Bucknell University and is sponsored by the Open Discourse Coalition. There also is a Zoom component to that, uh, so you'll be able to check that out uh, tonight. Maybe we don't want to switch to permanent daylight saving time. Dr. Anne-Marie Morse, a pediatric neurologist and sleep medicine specialist at Geisinger, says it would be particularly hard on our teenagers. Some parts of this country where sunrise won't be until about 9.30 in the morning. The reason why this fails is many times because parents are having these significant concerns that their kids are going to school in the dark. We see an increase in motor vehicle accidents, especially in our teenagers who are now even more sleep deprived. Her full sunrise interview is going to be on the radio tomorrow at 7.10, but she cautions away from the idea of switching to daylight saving time permanently. Uh, you can hear that interview on the WKOK podcast page, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. The full U.S. Senate is poised to confirm Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson as the first black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will take up the historic vote this afternoon. It will be a joyous day. Joyous for the Senate. Joyous for the Supreme Court. Joyous for America. In the House on Wednesday, at least three Republican senators have said they will back that nomination to the U.S. Supreme Court. If you've got mounting student loan debt from the federal government, you're going to get another break. The Biden administration is extending the moratorium on student loan repayment because of the pandemic. Payments were to resume in May, but now you'll have until the end of summer. Recent analysis found many people aren't back on their feet financially because of the pandemic. Interesting 
fact, of the more than 43 million people with federal student loans out, only about 500,000 have been repaying them during the moratorium. And finally, some good news. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Finally, they're doing something right in Harrisburg. A bill produced by the Newtown Middle School students in Bucks County has passed a committee in the state Senate in Harrisburg. The Senate Bill 1122 would identify the Hershey Kiss as the official state candy of Pennsylvania. The bill was originally drafted by a group of students from Newtown Middle School who have now formed the Hershey Kiss Committee. Wednesday, the bill passed out of the Senate State Government Committee on a 10-to-1 vote. The one no vote came from a state senator, Daniel Laughlin of Erie. He says he voted no in part because there's several candy makers in his area, and he wants to explore the issue more. The bill now awaits a vote on the Senate floor. Oh, they, and in the meantime, we can't get a vote on radar from municipal police. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, they, oh, well, they have their priorities in they Harrisburg. Do. The, the Hershey C- Kiss. What, what do we have? So the official state. There's some other bizarre thing that we're officially, we officially have. I forget what it was, but uh, we have a sandwich or the Philly cheesesteak oh, or something everything. like yes, that. Yes, the Philly <laughs> cheesesteak is the official sandwich of Pennsylvania. Right, okay. And uh, my mic is low, according to Kevin. Oh, still? <laughs> yeah. Now, how is it now? Oh, that's better. Testing one, two, three, four. All right. But I think there's there's really a, an issue here about whether or not the Hershey Kiss should be the official state candy. Have you considered the M&M or the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Well, as long as it's from Hershey. M&M's are, are Mars, right? Yeah, they're not They're Hershey, from Mars, so. okay. but they're great. <laughs> not the planet Mars. Can you walk they're by from Mars, Milky Way's from Venus. Right. What? <laughs> He's talking about the old book. Men are from Mars, women from Venus, or whichever way that that goes. But you know, seriously, the M and M. Can you walk past a bowl of M and M and M's and not pick some up? No. And we have, but see, we have a box of Hershey Kisses in the back that we used at the '94 KX Easter Egg Hunt over the weekend. I cannot walk to that end of the building without grabbing one. Reese's Pieces. I don't like. I those. like those better than M and M's. They don't do anything. No, no, me. the M and M's. The M and M's pieces are dead to us. <laughs> peanut butter in the, the inside. You can't like, eat peanut butter anywhere. The only person ever liked Reese's pieces was E. T. and he went home. <laughs> I got nothing for that. <laughs> All right. One of our listeners sends us a clipping, much like Joe brings in. It says the White House confirmed Wednesday that illegal immigrants are being provided with uh, cell phones in an effort to track and check in with them. Yeah, Joe did read that. You read that, right? Right. Or well, at check. least talked about That's it. That's anyway. what Jen Psaki says. Oh, I see. Asked by Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey about the initiative, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the purpose was to monitor illegal immigrants. Well, you can track them. If they keep their phones with them, you can she monitor them. Well, you just went past it. We need to take steps to ensure that we know where individuals are and we can track and then we can check in with them. I just want to know who in the federal government is director of check-in, illegal immigrant check-in over the cell phones. I think that's How many people do we have? She says here, yeah, Joe Joe Biden himself (laughs) is in charge of the check-in program. He's personally calling them. (laughs) Yes. Hello, Jose, are you still with us? Uh, This Fox clipping goes on to say the alternatives to detention program, or this is her speaking, the alternatives to detention program, which is what we utilize, has three unique forms of technology to monitor participants enrolled in the program. Telephonic is one of them, which uses the participant's voice to create a biometric voice print during the enrollment process, and when the participant has a check-in call, their voice is compared on the voice print. (laughs) SmartLink, which is another option, enables participant monitoring 
via smartphone or tablet using facial matching technology to establish identity. identity. She also noted the government's global positioning system, which monitors the location and movement history of illegal immigrants. So is awaiting trial cheaper? through an ankle bracelet. What would be cheaper, going through all this stuff you just read or closing the border and keeping Sealing them the border. and making sure that they don't get in illegally in the first place? She says this is all part of our effort as individuals to come into the United States. Wait, this is all part of our <laughs> effort, comma, as individuals come into the U.S. and individuals who are entering who will proceed to immigration proceedings to monitor and track where they are. She says the vast and vast majority of people are appearing on time as a result of the Biden administration's monitoring efforts. Peter Ducey asked Jen Psaki whether there was concern by anyone in the administration that some migrants might decide to take the phones and toss them. Uh, do you have a record of people throwing these phones away? He said, I'm just asking because it might be a concern. She said, our concern is ensuring that individuals who regularly migrate to the U.S. proceed through the process, you know, of course, being monitored, but also participating in hearings to determine whether or not they'll be able to stay. The vast majority of people are appearing in part. We have these monitors, monitoring systems in order to do that effectively. And in a Wednesday letter sent to the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Josh Hawley inquired about reports that DHS was providing migrants with free cell phones. I'd like to know the exact statistics. The vast majority, was that 3%? Dennis, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning, guys. Morning. And just a side note, I think I'd vote for the Boer, um, Boyer's Mallow Cup for Satan. Oh, no. You know, candy. <laughs> <laughs> That takes people back. Most people don't even know that one. But anyway, um, why I called you posed the question about why Biden doesn't do something with this border and everybody's yelling about it. I think part of it, and I'm not saying I'm totally right, but I think part of it is it would give Trump too much credit. I mean, he spent his presidency screaming, you know, we need a wall, stop the immigrants, you know, stop the illegals. And you know, even at his rallies now, if he even mentions something like that, the, the you know, 30,000 people start chanting, build that wall, finish that wall. So I think, you know, by doing what Trump started would make it look like Trump won on that situation. And I think they'll do anything to stop any recognition towards Trump. Obviously, those executive orders when he got into office, there was piles of them, like 75 of them in two days. He just kept, you know... Biden's going, what is this one here? You know, he didn't even know what he was signing. But what if and this, the problem of illegal immigration has gone on for centuries, but what if you solved it? What if you actually fixed the issue? Couldn't you say that we went beyond what President Trump did? We actually fixed the issue once and for all. Well, that doesn't make enough sense for, you know, Washington, D.C., if you <laughs> ask me. I mean, but, and I mean... You know, everybody's screaming about it. Even the Democrats are screaming about it. And and from every angle, like Cindy explained, health-wise and burden-wise, and it just, it's so obnoxious that, to me, like I posed the question to you the other day, could this be treason, you oh, know, wow. for the president or the Congress for allowing it to continue? You know, I don't know if that's a good question or not, or a dereliction of duty, if nothing else. But, again... And, and, you know, the sad part of it is, is that I know personally, because we have a family member trying to immigrate here, and he's been here for 15 years and been trying, and they actually have a quota on Italians because too many Italians came in the last century. 
There's a quota on Italians. I said, you've got to be kidding me. Italians. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just right. insanity, our immigration laws and stuff. So, well, we're concerned that I, a Democrat might actually win in the midterms, and so we've got to squelch that possibility. Yeah, yeah. So, right. Well, I'm just throwing it out. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I think that's a portion of it, too. <laughs> Dennis, you're never going to make a long-term caller on this show if you keep saying, I'm not sure if I'm right. <laughs> that yeah, goes well, against the premise. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah, right, thank, thank you very yeah. much for calling in. Very much appreciate it. One of our listeners says, I think the illegals, oh, I'm sorry, I think if the illegals were kept south of the border, we wouldn't need to track and monitor them. I just said that. That's exactly Oh, you read point. that. I'm sorry. No, I didn't read it. I said that. Oh, just Because I agree sense. with it. Well, that's right. true. We go through all this stuff. We have Think all this money electronic monitoring. We're giving them phones. Wouldn't it just be simpler and cheaper to finish the wall, close the border, and then work with them to get them into the country legally? Mark, you mentioned that you and Joe watched the Viking TV show. How about if they use cell phones to create a shield wall at the southern border? It may be a small Actually, wall. I have haven't watched the new one. I guess you're okay. watching that. Right, I'll, I'll tell have you how to, it have ends. to check that out. Anyway, uh, I concur that Hershey Kiss. Kiss should be the official state candy. I'm a Crackle Bar fan, but Hershey doesn't produce them all the time. And yes, the Ukraine is a problem, but I do believe the invasion of illegal immigrants over the southern U.S. border from a hundred different countries is a bigger problem. All right, Larry, thank you so much for calling Pennsylvania today. Very glad to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Well, good morning, y'all. How are you doing? Good. Y'all, we're doing fine. <laughs> How about you? Well, Mark, uh, you were using the word, uh, the real word is Title 42. Oh, okay. Thank you. And uh, I thought I'd bring y'all up to a little speed here on this thing. Tell me uh, where you are, because folks Title might not know. Title 42 is gone. Uh, what is happening is the number of uh, immigrants that are coming across the border throughout Texas are, have increased from 5,000 a day to seven to 8,000 a day. And Border Patrol announced over the weekend that I happened to be involved in a program where I was available to hear the announcement. They figured this week and for the future, uh, it will go to 18,000 per day. The uh, coming across the borders, and that's what uh, was causing uh, Governor Abbott uh, with the busing. Because what's happening is immigrants are now being brought from all border crossings in Texas to Brownsville, Texas, by bus, and then put uh, on uh, vans, the 15 passenger vans, and taken to the Harlingen Airport. And the men are now being sent to airports throughout the United States, and uh, uh, Pennsylvania's on the list. Uh, I'm, I have a list of the airports, but I, I haven't been able to verify, so I won't name them all. Well, they, they we're going into scranton Wilkesboro, Right, Avoca Airport, Avoca Airport was one of right. them. Yes, that was, but I've, I'll just share what I've heard. I've heard Williamsport, Harrisburg, and some of the smaller airports. But, you know, I can't verify that, so uh, it's not fact as far as it can. What I can uh, verify is another thing that came out over the weekend in this meeting that I was at is that the cartel, cartel <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Cartel? Cartels um, are now bringing Ukrainian refugees into the United States through Texas. 
and there is no charge by the cartels for Ukrainians. Uh, they, you know, don't want, they don't want to be seen as causing a problem, and they're trying to help. And the last part of that conversation really sort of blew my mind that the majority of the cartels, while we're thinking that they're making all of this big money, they are being also sponsored now by the communist, uh, Chinese Communist Party. Hmm. So this thing at the border is just growing more and more. And I'm telling you, fellas, it's just what we've been experiencing, I believe, is going to move north. I just because we're seeing buses come into where I live here, south of Houston. Uh, there's six, eight buses loads a day of people just coming in and getting off the buses and getting on a long haul bus from the, the local bus uh, stations in the area. What do you think about Governor Abbott's uh, decision to bus some of these people right to the Capitol steps? <laughs> I, I, I at first thought it, he was joking, but uh, this morning I got a uh, what we call a a, new, a red news. Zip, and uh, I believe it's actually going to happen, and uh, it's not going to have any real effect other than you know the publicity. The, you know, it's an election year here in Texas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and everywhere else, so it's going to be an interesting election. <laughs> it, it's very much so, but guys, you, you, you triggered me. I normally would sit, sit back every day and listen. And, well, we like your emails. And, and, and send some emails, but this morning, you hit, you hit my hot button. So, and I, and well, the broadcaster yeah. in me just had to pick the phone up. Well, you, you look it. at the, the, other, the other thing, of course, and that they were giving them these phones, and they're spending all this money to keep in touch with them, and now they're going to take medical personnel away from veterans, so veterans' hospitals and move them to the border to give them medical care. You know, it seems to me like we're way out of kilter here. We're, we're taking away things from people who have served this country, who have put their lives on the line for this country, and we're, we're going to make it harder for them to get health care in favor of people who have crossed the border illegally. Well, Joe, what was said on Sunday in our meeting was that uh, by some of the head of Border Patrol is that they won't even have personnel now to go to the border, what they'll be doing is just paperwork, huh. just trying to get people through, you know. And I don't know if people realize that last month, uh, President Biden uh, authorized 165,000 uh, to come through uh, without any papers or anything. Uh, they were just uh, granted immunity to come in. Well, it doesn't surprise me, so... Well, uh, guys, I didn't want to take a lot of your time. No, I just hey. wanted to share some information that I picked up over the weekend. All right, glad we to hear you. from you. Yep. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Larry. So much. Well, y'all have a good one, uh, <laughs> uh, and I hope to get up and say hello to you in person later this year. Come All on right. up. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you all. Take care. Larry from Texas. Uh, he's known around here, one of our good listeners uh, in Texas, and uh, listens via this stream and WKOK.com. Of course, he is in Texas and is near the border and sees this and has kept us up to date with 
with factual information. And as uh, when the Biden administration said uh, we stopped the flow, he'll send us a note and say they didn't stop the neg- flow. <laughs> negative on the flow stopping. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. I want to tell you about a particular vehicle that I got to drive at the Sunbury Motor Ooh, Company. What did you? What did they let you have this time? Well, I rode in the Mach E twenty twenty two Mustang Mach E. Fabulous vehicle, just a ridiculous SUV. Now the new price up to sixty thousand dollars, thanks to the chips that are so hard to get. But I'll tell you what, this particular one, the infinite blue color, looks like a grayish color until the sun comes out, and then it's full-blown blue. Nineteen-inch wheels on it. It's got about uh, seven inches of clearance, so you're going to be able to drive in a lot of deep snow around here. And it's just a fantastic uh, vehicle. It is just the smartest vehicle that could ever be built. It's got Ford Copilot 360. It Ford Pass. It can uh, drive itself. I mean, it's taken lane holder to a new level where it can drive down the highway. It'll warn you if there's stop signs up ahead. When the speed limit changes, it starts to slow you down to the new speed limit or speed you up to the new one. You can set it so that you want to go maybe one mile an hour or you could do like Joe. Joe would set it to go 20 miles an hour over the posted legal speed limit. But just fantastic mm-hmm. vehicle. All electric. Uh, you can get up to 350 miles on a charge if you get the extended battery. 250 is the normal. And again, you're you know, you're above the $50,000 range on this vehicle and you do have to order it in advance. But you'll be happy it gets 90 miles to the gallon. 90 so, miles to the gallon? Well, it doesn't wow. use any gallons. <laughs> That's Well, it's, then it gets it's the 3 con- zillion miles to right, the gallon. Right. It's considered an EPA <laughs> equivalent of 90 miles to the gallon and it, it just it warms up immediately. The electric heater turns on immediately. There's no warm up period for anything on it. It just works fantastically. You tell it 5 minutes ahead of time to make sure the window's frost free and it clears all the frost off the windshield. It's just a fantastic vehicle and it's ultra safe too. Frontal and side crash, rollover <laughs> crashes. It's one of the safest vehicles uh, there is. It's one of the top 10 vehicle of the uh, what probably 300 or so vehicles rated by Consumer Reports recently. It's in the top 10. The Mustang Mach-E. Get it from the Sunbury Motor Company. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Cover it with chocolate and a miracle to the candy man. Oh, the Candyman can. And you know what he is. The Candyman is a big fan of M&M's. Is he? Yeah, no, he I is. think he's a fan of Hershey Kisses. <laughs> Do I have to go get some kisses to M&Ms. show you? M&M's. You know, I used to love the uh, uh, Fifth Avenue bar when they had mm-hmm. an almond on top of them. Two almonds for a nickel. But okay. today that's long gone. Okay. For a dollar and a couple of nickels. <laughs> right, a dollar and a couple of <laughs> Can nickels. Can you still you buy a Fifth Avenue bar? Yeah, but they don't have the uh, almonds on top what? anymore. Nope. 
Now it's just like a Clark bar. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> anyway, we've got a story for you here. A University of Kentucky swimmer who managed to tie the University of Pennsylvania's Leah Thomas at the NCAA championships called out the NCAA for handling the situation, quote, very poorly Wednesday night on Tucker Carlson's program. Riley Gaines, who tied Thomas, a transgender female, said the NCAA told her that Thomas would be pictured with the fifth-place trophy at the Atlanta Championships and that she could, quote, pose with the sixth-place trophy. Gaines told Tucker Carlson tonight that when she questioned the NCAA official about that decision, she was told they were going in chronological order of winners despite the fact that she and Thomas tied. Quote, she said, we tied, what are we being chronological about? She recalled asking the official, and he kind of blatantly said, we're just going to give the trophy to Leah, we respect and admire your swim, but Leah needs to hold the trophy. Host Tucker Carlson remarked that the exchange showed that the NCAA is openly promoting biological males over biological females at a women's event. Gaines said that many other female swimmers had been advised not to speak out. She said, I'm fortunate enough to where I have such an amazing support system at the University of Kentucky. I know I can't speak for everyone, but I'm almost certain I'm speaking for a large majority of female athletes. This is not okay, and it's not fair. And she is absolutely correct. So, wh- wh- I don't get it. They want, they were, she was just told, okay, wh- why does she get to hold the trophy and not me and... Leah was given the trophy. They put her in fifth place. Okay. Yeah, they tied. Right. So there is no sixth place finisher except right. chronologically, just I guess. two fifth place finishers. Two fifth place finishers. Instead of having them share the trophy and stand and on Leah the podium gets the together. Trophy. Leah gets the trophy and she gets the sixth place trophy. Both. No, she just the gets, the sixth, gets place. the sixth place. In other words, they're saying that they're, they're they've said the tiebreaker was the fact that they tied in the race, they tied in the event. But the tiebreaker is what? Chronological? Leah, what's Leah's last name? Thomas, and what's this girl's last oh, name? Gaines. Riley Gaines, she should have been first. Her name's G. Oh, alphabetical. So they would have listed them alphabetical. Well, they did. Yeah, I don't though. quite get what's going on here. But in any event, we know the NCAA has missed the boat on this. It's still a piece of undigested meat that we're stuck with. So until they figure out what to do or do, use that, uh, that uh, idea that we had talked about coming up with an open category for individuals who are transgender, we're never going to resolve this. They definitely, I don't care what they do with individuals who are transgender or men, but they definitely have to come up with a biological female-only category. It's the only thing that makes any sense. I understand that people who are transgender want to be included, and I understand the great benefit that intramural and collegiate sports has for individuals who may have been marginalized, but you can't do, you can't include people. He wasn't marginalized. At the inclusion of Leah other people. Leah Thomas, when, when performing as a man, wasn't marginalized. He was allowed well, to I'm compete. I'm talking about individuals who are transgender in general. I'm well, that's, what, that's what Leah Thomas is. And tell know. me how she competed as a man for many years and wasn't getting anywhere. And no, I'm not saying she was marginalized. I'm just saying that it, in general, we want to make sure that we are inclusive in our sports and that individuals who are transgender can be part of teams and are part of school, you know, in high school teams and are, are included. I'm all for that. But we have to make sure that the categories that they compete in are fair. You know, otherwise girls, you know, will, will never win against a biological male. I mean, it's well, just I mean, this le- young lady managed mass. to tie him, 
manage to tie him. Right. Well, I, I, Leah doesn't win all the time. She certainly has won a lot of uh, noteworthy titles, but she isn't always first. Not every event is her event, so, you know, some for some reason, athletes do better in some so things how many than of these? How many of these cases are there where the uh, transgender athlete has said, you know, I don't think it's fair for me to compete against women because I was born a man. I'd like to still, as a woman, compete against the men. How many times has that happened? I Let me give you an answer. Any. Zero. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Well, you're far more knowledge about this. This is an obsession for you, but for me, it's just a passing topic. It's fairness. I think, uh, you, know, it, it, you know, you talk about fairness and equity all the time. Here's a prime example of something that is patently unfair and far from equitable. Right. Well, this is an opportunity for the NCAA to fix it, <laughs> as Kevin Well, would they say. have chosen instead to exacerbate it by making it far worse than it was before. Well, I don't know if it's worse, but it's certainly not fixed. So, And I'm assuming that this is still on the table, you know, the, whatever the long-term fix is going to be. But I, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with coming up with a category of racing for women called biological women. And it doesn't have to be a new category. We'll just call it what it is today, the women's category. So you don't have to do anything new. You just have to be born a woman to be in that. Well, how about if we handicap them like racehorses? You know, we figure out how fast they are by comparison, and we put extra weight on them. Well, that wouldn't work either. I Why mean, not? Well, because if, if you have a handicapped race, women are never going to swim faster than No, just men. the transgender athletes. What advantage? Figure out what their advantage is, and then give them enough like extra weight. Like handicaps, you mean? Right. Like, like, well, yeah. no, I'm talking about horse handicaps. So they give the horse right, additional same weight. Thing. Okay. Right. So let's put an anchor around them and see how fast they swim with that. Boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, some, well, I, I would think there could be some problem with that because these uh, these college athletes in particular, are some of them peak at different times. So you may peak in the spring, and then you get a handicap of, let's say, 12 nanoseconds that has to be added to your time because you're so darn fast. And then... Uh, so, you know, then you're done with the peak, and then in the fall, you're back to what is your normal best times. Then you have this big handicap dragging you down. No, I think if you have a category called, this is going to sound like a strange one, women, that'll work. Well, that's what they have now. Well, but obviously the NCAA lets transgender males into the women's category. They're so not you're biological just saying, males. you're just saying that the only people who should be allowed to compete are biological females. We agree then? Right, yeah. Okay, that, well then we agree. Right, that much is true. Well, you agreed the other then day. Then where that are you going to put these transgender athletes then? Open. Men and women, men and transgender women. Well, who's can, going to compete in that? Transgender women. So it's just them. In other words, Leah Thomas would be swimming against herself since there are no other transgender women. No, no, no. She, she'd be competing with all the other men. It, for men's category, would be open. Anybody could join it. Even one of the women oh, could you're join sorry. it. Well, then you didn't make that clear. You're saying the men's category should be open. It will now be called open. There'll be the women's category only for women. Mm -hmm. but, Biological you know, women. Okay. So in the and open is category, open. is it limited to people who are human beings, or can we put in a porpoise? <laughs> you can put in a horse. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, porpoise. Well, and it wouldn't be an accident. You'd be doing it on purpose. So right, on purpose. Very good. Fine. Oh, boy, that was bad. That's as bad as my joke about algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think yours is significantly worse. Mine is obvious. Yours you had to work for, and you thought about it for days, and then you sprung it on us. It appears we're having trouble getting a phone call in. Now, it looks like we had no, somebody, no, no. and then Ross, they disappeared. Time for a break. Okay. Upper right-hand corner, and then we'll hit the break. So in 1955, I was nine years old. I remember a Hershey bar was five cents. Amen. I remember that, too. 
I never could come up with five cents, but a Clark bar was three cents. There you go. Some days I was lucky and could come up with three cents for a lunch bar. Talking about this with my old buddies, they remember the same thing. I vaguely remember the lunch bar. What's a lunch bar? It was a candy bar. Hmm. Um, so you'd have it for lunch? Was it like a tomato what, sandwich? No, I, I think it was pretty much chocolate-based. My favorite cheaper candy bar was the Milky Way bar. Do you remember those? Oh, I love Milky Ways. Mm-hmm. Loved them, too. They yeah, were good. And Milkshake bar. Do you remember those? I think that's what they were called. Yeah, but you froze them. They came with a stick, didn't they? You had to put Not them in that the I freezer. recall. You can I still freeze like three musketeers of Milky Way. You can buy them frozen. Yeah, okay. well, we'll go back to my discussion of the Cho-Cho from years ago on the program. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you and your ice cream. Right. All right. Thank you for I'm the... I'm still bad. I still want to talk about the lunch bar. Yeah, this is All from... Right, we'll figure uh, it out. I'll look it up here on the computer, and then we'll we'll just see what uh, what it says about the lunch bar, okay? Would that make you happy, Kevin? Right. That would, because I want to know, it, what makes it a lunch bar? Is it a BLT-flavored bar? What exactly? A lunch bar. What what's exactly a, Joe's going to Google a what's a lunch bar, but he's going to come up with some sort of a cafeteria. Actually, I came up with an ad for the Front Street Station. There you go. All right. <laughs> oh, here it is. Cadbury's Lunch Bar. Uh, all right. Let's, what's it say about it? It's uh, got a red label, and it's by Cadbury. It looks like it has peanuts and chocolate. So that's what it looks like. Cadbury's owned by Hershey now. Is it? Well, okay. Uh, it doesn't say what it is. It says the Cadbury's Lunch Bar, pack of six 48-pound bags, bars from oh, South you can Africa. Still buy them. So apparently it's made in South Africa. <laughs> All right, Lunch Bar is more than a chocolate bar. It's packed full of ingredients, which gives you more physical and mental strength, but also more to enjoy and experience. I I think I need this. It's a meal bridge, fill-me-up sweet snack that offers you much, much more. So I can you tell go. you right now, I, I don't think there's a dietitian in the world that says this is a good idea. <laughs> or a dentist, for that matter. Yeah, that's true, right. too. Yeah, I got an email from my dentist. Let's switch topics. Right. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take your call. What's your favorite candy bar? Why not? And, of course, we talked about the NCAA uh, not being particularly fair to Leah or the person who tied her in the pool, giving Leah the favoritism on her the name Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines. Okay, remember that, Riley. You're going to hear about the Riley lawsuit, and that's going to be a uh, a, a game changer for the NCAA. 1-800-795-9565. Talked about the poor southern border. We haven't heard anybody really significantly defend why an open border in any way benefits the Democrats, but we're certainly not fixing it. So what does that mean? 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. Nah, yeah, it's the lunch bar. Lots of milk, smooth as silk, eat one every day. That was their advertising <laughs> slogan. <laughs> uh, have you met Mr. Goodbar? It's a good bet. You'll enjoy it. Uh, I, that's my favorite one, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. made with peanuts. Yeah, crackle. Right. I like the crackle bar with They're rice. a little harder to find, but the, ri- <laughs> the, crisp, the Rice Krispie style... Crackle bar is okay, but yeah. Mr. Good Bar is the way to go. Yeah, that's what my lovely bride likes. Uh, okay. Klein's Lunch Peanut Lunch Bar. Did you ever hear of those? One of our good listeners sends us some pictures of those. Klein's Peanut Lunch Bar. I don't know. We're in my wheelhouse now. We're talking about food. <laughs> only <laughs> only three cents. Only three cents. All right. Uh, let's see. The Cadbury is not it. The Lunch Bar was three cents in a green wrapper. It was the same size. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't the Cadbury one. It was a predecessor oh, it had to that. Oh, crushed peanuts instead of almonds. Okay, right, well, that yeah. makes sense. Sorry. Thank 
thank, thank you. you. Uh, let's see. There you go. And then we'll hit the phones. All right. To fix the illegal alien issue would mean that the administration in charge would have to enforce the laws, and Biden will never do that. Saki gave a snarky response to Ducey's question about the phones. All right. We hit the phones. Dick, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. I just wanted to verify the fact uh, if you can't. We're getting feedback. If you came across the Lewisburg River Bridge back in the 1950s or 60s, made a right-hand turn on Water Street, there was a little small store where the park is, at the very end of the park, up against what the railroad that goes across there, and the guy sold Klein bars. I would get one probably every day, three cents. Oh, wow, okay. And, and, they, and they were excellent. They were, and the one reason I bought them, only because they were three cents, but they were also as big or bigger than most of the five-cent five candy bars. Okay. And that was the lunch bar, right? They ate one a lot. I'm looking at the photos of them right here online right now, the Climb Lunch Bar. Yeah. Little store there, the guy shorty sold those bars. And he sold lots of penny candy back when the penny was a penny candy. Yeah. uh, But he sold those three cents lunch bars, a chocolate bar. They were delicious. Did I have them for lunch? I thought I probably had them for breakfast. I don't know. I ate a lot of them. I ate a bunch of them. Well, just hey. thought I'd verify that. So All whatever right. happened to them? I guess they stopped making them, and there certainly wouldn't be three cents anymore. Well, I don't know. It's like anything else. They come and go like anything else. I don't. Maybe Mr. Klein died, and he was making them in his kitchen. I have no idea. <laughs> right. Good point. But, uh, All right. But Thank they were, you. They were, they, were, they, were, they were a legitimate, really nice three-cent candy bar. All right. We got which you. Today, today, that three-cent candy bar or that size would probably be, I don't know, $1.25, $1.55. Easily. Right. A, lot more, a lot more than three cents. Amen. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks for calling Dave. in. Take care. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Joe, do you do the crypto quip? The what? The crypto quip in the newspaper. No, I don't. Oh, uh, because just last week, I think about a week ago, they had the algorithm joke. Oh, did they? In a completely they? non-political <laughs> way in that. Oh. Nope, sorry, I didn't read it. So, Joseph. Uh, it's strange that you used it in a sort of political way and uh, the original joke in the paper just a week before that was uh, non-political but with the same pun. Did you make up the algorithm yourself? As far as I know I did, but apparently I did. Someone beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the only one to do it. Let's just put it okay, that way. Okay, fair enough. Independent research. <laughs> Independently developed. And also, do you read the Ask Maryland column? in the Sunday Parade magazine. No, I haven't read Parade in years. I have. Okay, well, uh, they had one interesting one since you were talking about candy bars and whatnot. Uh, Somebody wrote in about uh, uh, their grandmother tells them that uh, gas was just as much as the budget in her day as it was in uh, as it is today. Hmm. And she said that gas was, in 1950, gas was 29 cents a gallon, which translates to something like 297 today. And the cars are, are a third more efficient, so it, it, anyway, her figures had it going up to about $5 a gallon for equivalent cost for, for miles driven. Yeah, I remember when gas was thirty-six cents a gallon. And so, and so it was. It is about if the gas was five dollars today, then it would be taking the same amount out of your budget. Well, I can remember pulling up for miles driven. I can remember pulling up to the gas pump when I was like seventeen years old, driving my car and saying, "Give me three bucks worth of regular." Yeah, and I actually could drive for a week on that. (laughs) 
and uh, I wish that you'd use more precise language because I don't quite understand the immigration situation, but these people who are being bused and flown across the United States, I don't see that they're illegal immigrants as far as I can tell. They're the people coming in under the, the I'm being persecuted which is a right. legal thing in law. Right, they're seeking so they, asylum. They aren't, they aren't the illegal immigrants. We're playing fast and loose so with the two terms. So when you say that many illegal immigrants are growing in, and you talk about these people who are being bussed around the country, and you talk about an open border, all that is false. Well, then let me ask you this, Chris. Are all these people coming across the southern border, are they all saying we're here because we want amnesty or we want... Uh, well, that's what I don't know either. Well... I, I, like I said, I don't know either. But then what but are, what's being done... It seems like you're, you're, you're mixing terms. As far as I know, the people who are, are being bussed are the ones who are asking for amnesty. Well, you should have heard Larry G. He and, had a different take on that. Yeah, I just heard Larry G. He did the same thing. He doesn't distinguish between people asking for emigrate. Are they taking anybody in who isn't asking for immigrate, for amnesty, and and lumping them all together? Are they a separate category? Chris, because those are legal. Those Chris, are coming in through a legal system. Chris, regardless of our inability. Hello, hello, Chris. Regardless yeah. of our inability to use the terms correctly and our zeal for using them incorrectly, why isn't President Biden fixing this issue? I don't know what there is to fix until the law changes. Well, I think you would agree what do that you President. Want him to do? Well, yeah. I, I, like him, I want him to do what President Trump did. How about seal the border? He wasn't, children. he wasn't illegal. He closed the border. He had it shut down. We had the lowest yeah, illegal immigration. Of, for, he, he, well, because of COVID, people weren't coming. Oh, no, that's not true. Come on. That's, you know that's you know true. very well and that's not true. he was also locking them outside our borders. That's right. He had a policy, stay in Mexico. But President Biden was ordered to reinstate that, and as far as I can tell, he hasn't. Okay, so then what, 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 what is different about what uh, uh, Biden is doing now except following the law on the amnesty? And when you say open border, I think they're catching uh, a lot of immigrants, uh, the, a lot of Mexicans, and sending them back to Mexico all the time. Well, then, have you seen the reports? And so it's not an open border, and you keep saying open border Chris, like it's a real thing. Have you ever seen any reports? I know you would never consider watching Fox, but they have border officials well, on you'd all be the wrong time. There, by the way. All right. Well, then, ahead. have you seen the border officials on Fox talking about how the I government is not the trying to stop whole this? Republican House contingent. No, doing no. a two-hour presentation. I ask you a question about have you seen have you seen the immigration uh, officials on the border yes. talking about how overwhelmed they are and how they're not able to catch it and all they're doing is paperwork. They can't they can't have the government's not giving them what they need to stop. Well, this. I, I hear stories like that, but I have no idea whether they're true or not. <laughs> okay, so they're all I, lying. I can't imagine they're catching all these immigrants <laughs> because they are catching a number of, and sending them back that I see large numbers for. And so I can't believe they're all doing paperwork. No. Okay. See, that's that's the thing. You, you're talking these generalities, and I don't really know what's going on. I try to research it, and and it's very hard to find out. 
Okay. All right. We got you, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Keep boning up on this topic. We need more facts on the show. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank if you, If he ever sir. has some, I'm sure we'll share All right. Those. We had a brief power outage earlier today in and around the Shemokin Dam and Sealands Grove area. That power's back on. There is a minor accident on Routes 11 and 15 in Shemokin Dam, so there's some backup there. There's some pop-up construction in Northumberland, so very slow getting in and out of uh, Northumberland. Also, lots of slowing at the Ted's Landing Light, so be aware of that, folks. Those are the pop-up topics uh, from the newsroom. Got two callers standing by. We got to hit a quickie break. We will be back ASAP. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Good listeners is corroborating my story about 1968 gas, 36 cents a gallon. Alright, who's next? Joseph, you get 60 seconds because we got another caller waiting, but please go around. Yeah, you let, uh, what's your name, Ramble on there, that's okay. Everybody uh, Mark, has I have gone, a question for you. Everybody has gone on longer at the beginning of the show because they call, what shall we call it, the beginning of the show. So, you've wasted 30 seconds of your uh, time just arguing about not having enough time. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this man that wants to be a woman that you talked about earlier, you know, in the swimming competition. Uh, my question is this. Do you, from your heart, from your knowledge, and from your wisdom and understanding, believe that he is a woman? He wants to be, but does, do you believe that he is a woman? Well, he is a woman. He's a transgender woman, but competing no, 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 in no, terms no, of that's an athlete. No, 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 that's not my question. Do you believe that he is a female, a woman? No, he's not a female. No. She's Why do you keep referring to him as she and her in the female gender? You're giving consent onto that lie, and you don't even believe it. No, go ahead. I, I just honestly think that if, you, if you have a person that has transitioned to a woman and is a transgender and is living as a woman, always felt they were a woman and finally was able to transition because we're in a point in our society where you can do that. They change their name to a woman. They live a woman's life. And uh, biologically, they're not a woman, but that's all right. They live the life of a woman out of respect for the human that is the person and yeah, call them by the fact lie. that they're a woman. You're respecting a falsehood. As a preacher, well, you ought not to opinion. do that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a very narrow, 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 narrow view of it. Harry, you get a minute. Go right ahead. Nope, oh, I'm sorry. 30 hey, seconds. Guys. Go ahead. 30 <laughs> seconds. All right, guys. Uh, my question is, with the immigration, how should we believe that the government, who can't track how many people uh, voted or didn't vote accurately, know where everybody is because they gave them a cell phone? How 
in what parallel universe should we believe that this administration, which is proving to be the most inept administration in the history of the presidency, could follow that? All right. Good question. Yep. Thank you, sir. Good question. Thank Harry. you very much for calling in, Harry. Sorry we had so little time. Sorry, Joseph, we had so little time. Joseph McGranahan, I'm, I'm glad you have a retirement shortened week and a retirement lengthened weekend, which begins right now. So thanks for coming in. I'll see you Monday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is WKOK Sunbury.